Coach, you feel okay? Yes, I'm perfect, actually. <laughs> yeah, you feel good? Looking at all the lighting, yes. Look. We do it big here. <laughs> we do it big here in this small place for these small guys. In this little bitty, little tiny apartment. Yeah. This little right. one bedroom. Hey, that's a quality, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what you guys do. Ready in to get in Britain, they call it a flat. <laughs> I heard a British guy. He was like, uh, he was like, I had a little flat, and I didn't know. I was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? It's like a flat. Like, oh, I guess that means an apartment. Yes. You got a flat in it. Yeah, in it. You what, mate? Okay, talk one more time. Um, there we okay. go. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Look at that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what they say? They say the most scariest people are the most soft spoken. Are they? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Serious. Scurry ass. Yeah, oh, you scurry? Oh, you said you're cool with cussing and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly okay. fine. Okay. okay, yeah. Are you are you okay with very questionable morals and if we say something, if we say something and you decide it's too bad, like uh, we'll take it out. Like we don't, sure, you know, sure. we don't want to. Yeah. And you so, don't have you feel free if, to let us know. Even if we look over at you and say, "Right, coach," you don't have to respond <laughs> at all. You can say, "I don't agree with that." Well, I said no comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we're not gonna get you in trouble in any way or anything no. like that. You're. Helping us out a lot by being here, so we appreciate no, that. No. We're excited I'm, to have you. I'm glad you guys invited me over, and it's it's an honor. So. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Coach. Look at that! Oh, what a great way to start off. Idiot syncratic. Big Already episode know. thirteen. My man's lucky episode thirteen. Lucky big lucky episode thirteen. We made it, boys. Yeah, and we're we're joined by a very special guest today. What his name be? Mister Sina Haddad. Yes, sir. Was that is that okay? Yes, yes, that's perfectly. I realize right. I never say your last name. Welcome. Yeah, Hadad, it's uh, last name, yes. I don't even say your first name. I would just call you Coach. <laughs> I thought his name was Coach. See, exactly. Yeah, right. Even to my friends and my mom, I just, his name is Coach. I thought that was his name. Oh, wow. But you're used to it, right? Yeah, I'm used to it. I've been hearing Coach for years and years, and I guess yeah. it, I get used to it. Or Master. Coach. A lot of people call you Master. Yeah. Sometimes little kids <clears throat> call me by my first name. It just kind of... Very informal, and yeah. I really don't like it. Yeah. I mean, especially it's little kids. Well, it's not like they don't mean it to be disrespectful, mm. but I mean, they're little kids, and we try to teach them the discipline and right. and how to be respectful for other people, especially olders. Mm -hmm. So I definitely correct them quickly. I say, hey, Coach Cena to you, not yeah. Cena. But you other for sure. than that... My training partner, like Alex and others, well, I, I really don't mind say anything, name my name even, but it's... Well, they've earned it. Yes, they yeah. do. They, We train, sweat, bleed, oh, hit yeah. hard all the time with each other, and we are cool with it, you know? Yeah. It, we, we enjoy every second of it, even we're tired. I, I, th I think we all still just have like such a utmost respect for you though as our oh, thank as you. our mentor thank that you know I was like I would never just like be like hey Cena you know I was like, <laughs> yes yes but I don't hey, know hey yo S dog yeah S dog well, has anybody ever called you S dog no <laughs> what would happen if they did well, I don't know I don't know I never I never heard that Alex so. he probably jujitsu them to death don't Duh. do it well uh, I guess depend. Like how they say it and when they say it, yeah. right? like where we are joking, probably yeah. I would assume it's a joke. But if I feel any intention beside mm -hmm. joking behind it, I would die. probably would be a little bit offended. But I believe it. Well, yeah. we're glad we're glad to have you on. Thank you. Sir. I know we, we missed you last time. 
So we had to replace you with. Uh, Sorry about that. We had to replace you with Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Trump yeah. <laughs> we yeah. edited him in right here. Yeah. Well, there you go. What a great replacement, right? I mean, he was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the show, Mr. And uh, Coach, this is for you too. Just in case you haven't heard the program yet, this is kind of how it works. This is the show where what we're talking about today is all that matters. It's all that matters. And it's also all that we talk about ever. We go to sleep after this. And that's all. We're, uh, we're done talking. Yeah, we wake up next week <laughs> ready to talk about the next thing. Hey. Yeah, it's completely random too, so it's just whatever we feel like talking about. Whatever we feel like talking well, about. Well, I'm sure it's exciting enough that people hear you guys, so I've been hearing people watching and listening, so yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, good information in it. Thank you. We appreciate it. We also have some pretty bad information. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, that, that's what makes life, right? That's true. Good and bad together. That's why it's called idiot syncretic because we're, <laughs> we're kind of idiots. We're just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, we, we, spot, we spot a lot of pseudoscience. Uh, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call you guys idiot. <laughs> you, guys, you guys cherish life. You, oh, you yeah. guys make it fun out of the most unpleasant time in your life probably in... You know, the happiness is contagious. You're happy, your happiness makes other people happy. I guess that's a great message that yeah. you guys do. So every time you come in the gym, you start playing around, all of a sudden I see everybody's smile on their face. So regardless of how their day was bad or good, they, they smile. And that smile being contagious, it just goes through different people. And I, I think, I wouldn't call them idiots because it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, just a, it's joke, a layback. You know? It's a yeah. layback, and you guys definitely transfer that to others. So, yeah, that's exactly what idiots mean. Is that we're just transferring happiness? Yeah, that's just <laughs> the exact literal with our translation with our smile rays. Yeah, that's what yes, we do. Yes, that's that's really uplifting. That's the most uplifting thing we've ever had on here. Who's you know, hosting? Am I the host today? Me hosting. Me's oh. the host. Okay. So I'm Justin, your host for this episode, as we just oh. as we just figured out just now. Okay. Uh, also known as Little Bitch Fingers. That's yep. uh, it's running rampant now. Oh my god, dude! It is running rampant. That that bottom bitch stuff is, I think, catching on. Yeah. Unfortunately, good. I was, I was trying not to seem like I was too mad about it because yeah. I was like, if I just don't address it at all, uh, it's the maybe, effect. maybe nobody will maybe keep it going. But yeah. I guess it's caught on. Yeah. So Well, <laughs> as as you all just heard, with me is my man. My co-host with the mohost, Alex Bottom Bitch Soto. All right, there yep, he is. There it is. Bottom get it all bitch. out of your system right there now. There it is. I let's guess get, it's it's let's caught get on. Some so. more voicemails flooding in with uh, Bottom Bitch. Apparently, it. that's a good thing, Coach. It doesn't it sure sound is. good. It doesn't sure sound is. see. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. If it anyone sh- knows, Coach it knows. It sure is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It suits you, kind of like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I'll take. I'll take that. All right. There we go. And uh, yeah, again, so we are joined by Master Cena. We're, we're glad to have him. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a fun episode. It might be a little more chill of an episode. What are we talking about today? <laughs> we are talking about Dead is Dead. Dead is Dead. You can figure okay. out what that means? I'm going to guess. I'm going to make a guess. Zombies again. Nope. Is it about another zombie? <laughs> nope. No. In a million years, you'll never guess it. Well, shit. Well, I'm not even going to guess then. Well, come on. Try at least. No, what's the point? We have our whole lives to no, try and guess No, what's the this. point? If I can't guess it in a million years, I'm not going to guess it in, in 30 seconds. Well, so. then what's the point of living? There is no point. And- I'm leaving. PJJ. Yeah, PJJ. PJJ? Yeah, you know what that is, coach? No. I, just, I made it up just now. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar with these abbreviations. I decided instead of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, 
What I do is Persian jujitsu. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yeah, PJJ. You that's, like that? Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Cool. So I guess you don't. Oh, man. I ruined so, it. So get, going. Get, we're supposed to let them guess what it is, but I just told them. We haven't them. done that so for like the past 10 minutes. Yes, yeah. yes. You just spoiled it. Yeah, we're not very good at this. That's okay. That's what my. Well, it's probably pretty obvious because of the teaser video yeah. and also because Coach is here. So. Yep. So try and guess what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So before we hop into those intros, we're going to recap last week's episode, Does These Nuts Count? Episode 12. Big episode one, two. Big episode one, two. And <laughs> that's probably the greatest story that you've ever told. That's the reason that we got that name. Oh, that what the D, do, do these nuts? Does count? these nuts count? So, so last episode, Coach, I told a, a story of uh, that happened at work, and um, there was it, we have morning safety meetings, and and instead of safety, they were talking about sexual harassment. This one particular day, <laughs> a warehouse oh, full wow. of guys in a warehouse full of guys, yeah, and who are always making dumb jokes. So, but there's this semi higher up like manager type guy, and he always says serious stuff during the meetings, but our boss. Uh, is like okay. Does anybody else has any have any questions? And the, and the manager guy was like, uh, yeah. Do these nuts count? <laughs> <laughs> and we all just bust out laughing so hard. You it know, was the, so out of the nowhere. The more I think about it, the more I'm wondering. I wonder if he was actually asking if that phrase counted as sexual harassment. And then you guys are just laughing at him. He's like, oh, oh okay. And he slowly puts yeah, his hand down. He's secretly dying inside because yeah, he's like, it hurts my feelings when people. He's say that trying to, me. to report it this whole time. You know, yeah. I get. I, th- I think it's a. It's all depend of the contents of of what you're really saying. You can't say all the D words in the most Look, funniest yes. way, mm-hmm. or de- that is depend, so true, depend coach. how your body language are. Yeah. I mean, it can be sexual harassment, or it can be just a dumb joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's a that's a very good point because we're talking about Tom Segura also, who he's a comedian, mm-hmm. and all these people are pissed off at him because he's he was talking about. Um, like the word retard, how you're not supposed to say it anymore. And uh, he was saying the that joke he, was a commentary on how he, you can't he, use correct. it. And he was also taught, he also said he hates Cajun people. Like it's, <laughs> it's obviously a joke, it's a comedy special, but he's got all this of backlash course. of people trying to like take him off Netflix and stuff. It's like if you people don't understand that what matters when someone is talking is the context yeah, of exactly. what they're talking, you correct. can't just take what they're saying at face value. You know, you gotta, you gotta read into it. And know? that's why we should build a wall around Louisiana. Yeah. Yep, and yeah. <laughs> you know when it's a comedy show, and they try to make people laugh, and obviously there is a little bit of exaggeration to make it even more funnier. But you know that guy's probably doesn't mean anything by it after the show if you talk to them. No, absolutely is. not. Just people are just being stupid. But mm-hmm. it's the whole PC culture that we were talking about. Well, they, they that uh, they, everybody feels very entitled. Oh my and god, yeah. They try to take everything out of proportion. Yeah. These damn millennials. For, yeah, for their own benefits. I guess that's what just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, you see all the newses and cops and people and people with the criminals, criminals with cops and all the issues, the the videos on the Facebook. It it, it, it Nobody knows exactly what just happened, you know, yeah, and they just sure. take whatever they want out of the Facebook and they're entitled to judge it and make an assumption for it and just go on, you know? Yeah. The way I see it, it's for some reason, these people are looking for something to be mm-hmm. upset about. Exactly. You know, if you're truly offended, you should be offended 
without you having to search for a reason to be offended. Absolutely. But if you go out of your way to find <laughs> something to be offended about, yes. that is inherently not offense. It's just you being a dick and being a dumbass and looking for something. Who the hell wants to be mad? Who goes out looking for things to be mad about? Pretty much so. I, I, I agree with you. I, I can't agree more. I mean, you're right. Absolutely right. Mm. But it's, it's hilarious, though. It, it sure is. It, it, it makes the perfect conversation for people sure like us is. to make it fun sure of it. Is. Yeah. So last week we talked about uh, my interest was Rick and Morty, in which we got a shit ton of voicemails about Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, do we really? Yeah. yeah it's gonna... I noticed we had, we had quite a few voicemails. Uh, thanks, guys, for calling in finally, even though we've been telling you to do it for fucking like 12 episodes. But you finally got around to it, so uh, I guess I should just be happy. And uh... Yeah, congrats, I guess. Yeah, we'll get to those at the end of the episode. Yes. Maybe. So you're going to hear a lot of these Ricks and Mortys. As, and Alex talked about breweries. Breweries. Yep. There you go. Do you ever go to breweries, Coach? I know you don't really drink. Not very often. Yeah, no. they're pretty fun. If, if mm-hmm. there's an occasion for it. Yeah. Do you like beer? I do. I do, yeah. actually. Nice. Yeah. I like, I like going to breweries. They have a... Uh, all different kinds of beers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but so. Not just the swill that you can find on yeah, the counter like, or whatever. I like, the, mm, I like the company more than the beer itself. If I want to drink beer, I'd, I'd, real, I'd mean, rather to have a good company. Yeah, there you go. I, it, the beer, it's very enjoyable for me because it comes with the occasional, you know, social mm-hmm. yeah. gathering. It's, it's craft. The atmosphere. You know, they put, exactly. they put their heart into it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah All so. right. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a good conversation that we had about that, and like going back and listening to it, it made me just want to just pop down to Petticoles for a little bit and just hang out, try some of the new stuff. And oh yeah, that. for sure. I Speaking of which, where's my growler? Um. So next, we're gonna talk. About- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Hopefully, you change the subject. That's what we do. That's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> so let's go ahead and hop into some newsy bits, and you're going first, bottom bitch. You know why? <sighs> Because you're the Again? anchor. You got to start off. I'm changing the meaning of the word anchor. You're starting us off. That's what an anchor is. That's what a bottom bitch does. Doesn't an anchor go last? Uh, not no. on this podcast. And I, I think a, a bottom bitch uh, holds up the, the other. No, a bottom bitch do what they ask him to do. <laughs> oh. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm going first. <laughs> All right. That's what's the call of a bitch, doesn't it? That's her purpose of it. I think yes, sir. I think it's because I'm <laughs> awesome. Or I don't know. All right, so this news is coming to us from U.S. edition of Newsweek.com, I guess. Parents are making their children drink bleach to cure them, in quotations, of autism. Excuse me? Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, my God. That is so ridiculous. I wish I was not serious. That is absolutely ridiculous. So... Uh, I'm actually not a father, but it pisses me off. But I got two fathers here. Like, what? What are you guys thinking? Are you? Sh- it- wow, I would make him drink that bleach itself. I mean, yeah, himself. for the parents. Right? That's yeah. that's like my entire philosophy about people who go out killing other people and then kill themselves. Skip step one. Yes, just skip just step do yourself one. a favor. Yep. Yes, skip yeah, I agree with you. For I this, agree with you. instead of making your kid drink the detergent. You drink the detergent. Exactly. Yeah, taste it Ta- for them. Test it out yourself. See if it cures your autism, if you have it, and die. Yeah, if you're going to try and make a kid drink, aut- uh, drink autism, drink detergent, do it yourself, and die. And you are obviously not fit to be a parent. And don't drink autism either. Don't so drink autism. Isn't that bleach kills the people, their stomach? 
content yeah, or I think all so. things along with it? I'm trying to see like what's happened. So far, there's been six reported cases of, uh, I guess it's happening in Britain, but they're linking it back to a practice of a uh, U.S. cult, which hmm. I'm not really sure which one. Yeah, it just said the magic word, cult. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if, if you're looking for a magical cure, look no further than a, a yeah. cult. There you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. That is absolutely insane. So this, you said this is happening here? I don't even know why I brought this up. I always try to be super positive. Actually, I know why I brought this up. This but is probably the darkest story you've brought in. It really is. This is literally the darkest one. But, uh, Coach, you know what Tide Pods are? Tide Pods? Uh, yeah. I don't think I do. So... There's this uh, internet sensation going around, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. <laughs> uh, so they're... You know, Tide, like the detergent. Yeah, Tide oh, okay. detergent oh, for yes, clothes. Yes, yes, yes. Those little... Po- those yes. little like, uh, like a, Don't yeah, they look tasty? Those, yes. do, they, do they look delicious to you, Coach? Do they look like candy? Well, they kind look of. like a candy, though. Yeah, kind they of, They come like a two colors and yeah. colorful, mm, some bright. of them. So... All these uh, teenagers are apparently making videos where they call it the Tide Pod Challenge, and they're trying to eat those. You know, and they're going sent to the hospital. Stupid, I can hear, yeah. I can hear the disappointment in that. You yeah. know, you know, that's that's. You know, when you have everything in your life, you don't have nothing else to be worried about. I know. That's God. what they start doing. This Let's crazy try to kill shit. ourselves. Yeah, these you kids know. need to go mine for you know, blood diamonds. I, I think. I uh, yep. Because they're I obviously think, bored. Yep, they need a perspective. If they take them to the different countries or the parents show them, hey, what other kids, they don't have the privilege you have here, maybe they would appreciate their life more <laughs> than do these stupid challenges. <laughs> Instead of eating Tide Pods. Tide Pods. And you yeah. know how it started off, right? I have no, no I didn't it's, even know. It started off as a meme. It's oh just my goodness. Uh, people started putting the Tide Pods on their food just because it looked delicious and they're like, my, huh. my dinner or whatever. And then... Idiot kids were like, you know what? What if we actually eat one? Did they get poisoned? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're being sent to the hospital. Yeah. They're taking videos of themselves trying to eat it. So stupid. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Okay, when I was a teenager, I did the cinnamon challenge. The cinnamon is edible. Cinnamon is edible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not doing the sawdust challenge. I'm doing an actual (laughs) edible thing. I'm not slurping down turpentine. God. I don't even Those know what are that all is. chemical. I mean, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's literally detergent, yeah. like three kinds. Yeah. Like, well, hey, eat this bleach. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they can read. <laughs> you know God. they had to lock up these Tide Pods. No. Oh, that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, like at CVS and a few other places. You have to show your ID to buy them. <laughs> yeah, they have them behind the little lockbox. Yeah, give them a little bit of shit challenge. Yeah. Eat yeah. this. Eat this. <laughs> Yeah, eat yeah, this actual stupid. human excrement. These kids are lucky that their parents didn't force them to drink bleach when they were little. Yeah. All right. That's, a, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm done talking What a about very this. sad story. Thank you I'm for bringing sorry. Sure I is. brought us down. It was a very, very Shit. sad story. No, no, that's okay. Yeah. We'll bring us back up. We'll get there. Hey, this is actually pretty funny. Camels disqualified from Saudi beauty contest over Botox. <laughs> what? Yeah. So uh, the dromedaries paraded down a dusty racetrack as judges rated the size of their lips, cheeks, heads, and knees. It's like a little beauty pageant thing that they I've do for these camels. I've yeah. heard that they do those. So uh, <laughs> this is so weird. Crowds of men watched from the bleachers hooting when the beasts representing their own tribe loped down the track. Like that's... It's a little weird. I wonder if they're just like cat calling. I'm like, hey, baby, what are you doing? Hey, you, you, <laughs> what's walk, up, girl? Walking often? 
So it says a dozen beasts have been disqualified from this year's Saudi camel beauty contest because their handlers use Botox to make them more handsome. Oh my goodness. Can you believe that? So those are camel lips, huh? So I guess if they have wrinkles, it's not attractive. I don't know. <laughs> this is that's what Botox does, right? Yeah. It's supposed to fluff your face out. Yeah, maybe blow up your face. Botox. Come here. Come here, camel. You're <laughs> yeah. too ugly. Yep, now the PEDs discussion is going to be extended to to camel. Yeah, to camels. This is so unethical in, in so many ways. Uh, it, it, I, yeah, isn't that the Botox made of like originally from the, the snake fat. venom? Oh, is that what it is? Snake venom? Oh, yeah. you know what? I have heard that you know, cause it because it paralyzes yeah, your nerves. Yeah, because it paralyzes the nerve. Oh, that's, oh why, that's okay. That makes sense. Like that. That's why everybody who has Botox looks terrible. They look like they're wearing a mask of themselves. Yeah, and then they do <laughs> it like that. <laughs> <laughs> they do it so much, and I guess it does. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know. Yeah. Well, I guess these were ugly camels, and they needed to be prettier for some, yeah. so these guys could catcall them as they're walking out of the stadium. <laughs> Have you seen? So you think you could dance? <laughs> There's this lady on there who's a judge. And her forehead is like stuck. And so, and her, her whole face, like, if she's like, sometimes, okay, one time she started crying because she was like, that performance was so beautiful. You couldn't tell. Because right? she's so artistic. Yeah. Uh, like, she just started crying, but her, her face was like literally <laughs> stuck like that. It was stuck like in the like scariest smile. <laughs> it looks like they're wearing a mask of themselves. And she yells a lot. She's like, ah, oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> please, lady, give me, one, give me one more reaction, please. Something else that your face can do. So, uh, yeah. It, Mm-hmm. This is, this is, again, this is kind of weird too. The entire idea of this this uh, camel beauty pageant and guys hooting at them—it's like, um, what's what's actually going on with these camels afterward? Hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, cam- th- I don't think it's like that. Justin. I don't know, man. It's it just sounds I don't everything think put actually together. Attracted to the camels, you see? I I feel <laughs> like I feel like maybe they're banging the camels. I don't know. Let's hey. let's let's find out. <laughs> Let's see if the article explains. Uh, the camel, explained by chief, uh, the chief judge of the show, Fauzan Al Mahdi, is a symbol of Sau- Saudi Arabia. We used to. Did I pronounce that wrong? <laughs> I think you pronounced it wrong on purpose. You're, you're <laughs> <a> xenophobe. <laughs> no, I've become Trump. Okay. Uh, we used to preserve it. Uh, yeah, so it used to be a, a, a symbol of Saudi Arabia. We used to preserve it out of necessity. Now we preserve it as a pastime. Now you're making them prettier than they should be, you sickos. You, you, bestiality. I'm just going to say it. There's probably a lot of bestiality going on with these camels. I highly doubt it, Justin. I don't know, man. They got a lot of money, a lot of time. They're, they're, they might be out there eating Tide Pods and detergent. And, and yeah. what's and next? They're, sex- they're, they're wealthy. <laughs> what's next? Sex with camels? I mean, it only makes hey. sense. It only makes sense. You will Where's be surprised. I get myself one of those. <laughs> I, don't, I don't approve this message. Oh, well, it's out there. Sponsored right. by Idiot Syncratic. <laughs> Shit. I guess I approve it now. There you go. You got to approve it now. So, uh, Coach, did you have any bit of news that you wanted to bring in? If you didn't, no worries on that. Honestly, I don't. I tried. Nothing uh, that you're interested in right now? Well, I'm interested to, but I just didn't prepare for any news. No worries, my man. No worries at all. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and hop into these interests now. Guess who's going first? I guess me, huh? No, Alex? I am. Because you're the bottom bitch. You're the anchor. Oh, yeah. I, yes. I anchor, so, so I go anchor. last. You go last. So you're going to go last this time. So I'm going to go first. Oh, perfect. With Dead is Dead. All right. And what I'm talking about is the Norwegian black metal band Mayhem. Never heard of them. I oh. had never heard of them either until oh. like two days ago. You know about them? No, no. Okay. Oh. I was going to say. I was like, dang. You I, sound like yeah. you know. 
I just heard about I heard about him about two or three days ago because I was on another Reddit rabbit hole, Reddit hole binge, and uh, it's one of the craziest stories I think I've ever heard. So you know how I guess ba- like metal bands and uh, especially like the real really really heavy metal bands are just pretty crazy people just in general to be around. Yeah, a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol. I think it's mostly a lot of just weird. Weird yeah. attitude, you know, uh, Mayhem. dark thoughts, yeah. You know, <laughs> just like, just dark personalities, just in general. Yeah. I don't think sure. it gets any darker than this. So, they're a Norwegian uh, black metal band that was formed in 1984. Um, Especially in Norway, am I right? Am I right, boys? Uh, <laughs> they were one of the founders of Norwegian black metal, just in general, in, in their, their scene. Um, so, their career was super highly controversial. Primarily due to their live performances, and I'm going to get into why those are so just insane. But there was a, uh, they had a lead singer, a new lead singer joined the band in 1988, and his name was Dead. Hmm. Notice how I oh. said it was. Wait, can I guess now? <laughs> Go ahead, guess. Did Dead die? Dead died. Uh, oh, shit. Dead, I got it. Yeah, Dead deaded. Dead is dead. <laughs> I'm too bad he's dead, because now I can't ask him if he liked the game Red Dead Revolver. I don't want to ask this man anything ever. Well, you hmm. can't now. That's why, because he did. Yeah, Dead said. Yeah, sucks. Uh, for concerts, Dead went to great lengths to achieve the image and atmosphere he wished. From the beginning of his career, he was known to wear corpse paint, which involved covering his face with black and white makeup, which kind of spawned the whole, you know, like the really, really black metal uh, guys that have like the face paint. Well, Not like Kiss, but... You no, know, I kind of feel triggered because uh, I feel like that's cultural appropriation of uh, from Mexicans. Oh no, because yeah, we have Day of the Dead. That's our shit. Yeah, they took it. <laughs> he stole the sugar skull thing. These freaking assholes. Um, <laughs> We're trying to appreciate our ancestors and shit, and we got this dude trying to make uh, pig noises. Make light of it, huh? Jeez. Make, make dark of the situation. Uh, white people, man. So how did he die? So... Uh, I'm going to get into it. I'm, I'm going to lay this whole thing out for you so you can see just how batshit crazy it was leading up to his okay, death. paint a picture. Hmm. Um, paint a picture. So according to Necro Butcher, who's one of the members of the band, uh, it wasn't anything to do with the way Kiss or Alice Cooper used makeup. Dead actually wanted to look like a corpse. He didn't do it to look cool. To complete his corpse-like image, Dead would bury his stage clothes and dig them up again to wear them the night of the concert. To, oh, smell, wow. to smell more like a dead body. Dead body. Yeah. What a dang! What a what a nutbag! What a twisted brain, huh? While performing, Dead would often cut himself with hunting knives and broken glass. Additionally, the band often had pig and sheep heads impaled on stakes and implanted at the front of their stage. Oh wow! Why? Uh, Who the hell knows? (laughs) These people like this aren't normal. We'll never be able to truly get to their side. They take it to extremists. They yeah, they're just sick people. Uh, Hellhammer, which is the drummer. And they all have like just the most ridiculous names too. Why did we not have nicknames when we were in the band? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dick Bag. Dick Bag's a good one. No, it's not. Bitch Bag. That's a bad one. Um, Hellhammer recalls that Dead once went outside to sleep in the woods because Euronymous, who's uh, another member of the band, was playing synth music that Dead hated. Euronymous then went outside and began shooting into the air with a shotgun. Uh, there's another member of the band, a bassist named Varg. Vikernis. And so I'm wondering if that's like a Norwegian slur of some mm. kind. Because all, all their names are they're really, really weird, you know, kind of kind of yeah. dark on the edge of uh, being offensive names. Yeah, it probably uh, means like demon in Norwegian probably. or something like that. Yeah. 
something morbid. So VAR claims that Dead once stabbed Euronymous with a knife. So not only are they insane to everybody on the outside world, but there's also infighting and in stabbing each other. <laughs> yes. Oh, so they're dang. trying to, yeah, it's like they're constantly trying to kill each other. Um, I'm pretty metal. I stabbed myself with a knife. Yes, you did. It's as metal <laughs> yeah. as it gets. You hey, are you yourself. are you one of them? Are you one of the one of the mayhem's? Yeah, you could call me uh, Vlorgan. <laughs> what does that mean? Something in Norwegian. But don't look it up. Don't look it up. Just just take it at face value. It means something in Norwegian. I'm gonna trust you. So on April eighth, nineteen ninety one, which was a month before I was born. So I was I was already born. I was zero. I know you ass. Dead committed suicide in the house owned. By the band. Oh my god! He was found by Euronymous. I can't take that name seriously. With slit wrists and a shotgun wound to the head. Dead suicide note notably read, "Excuse all the blood." Cheers. Uh, Yeah, and included an apology for firing the weapon indoors. Instead of calling the police, Euronymous went to a nearby store and bought a disposable camera to photograph the corpse after rearranging some items. One of these photos was later used as the cover of one of their bootleg live albums. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm at a loss for words right yeah. now. This is just... Talk about complete disrespect and disregard for friendship in general. But you, you know as well as I do that there is a whole different level of friendship that comes with being in a band with someone. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. a brotherhood. Yeah. And, I mean, excusing all the infighting, I guess... Your friend has just killed himself, so you took a photo of it, and, and you're using it as, it as an album cover. Well, I don't think they had any regard for each other. It's just whatever they feel like to do, and they do, and I yep. guess they make more money because of that. Yep. Yeah, like, I guess. I mean, they're, I feel like they're obviously the descendants of Vikings or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> there, there's obviously something psychologically wrong with this group of people. Of and, and but some of the members sound like decent people. You know, yeah, they make it, Jake Paul seem like a nun. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> um not always does your your uh the type of music that you make or listen to reflect what kind of person you are. So some of these guys are actually pretty level-headed, but you've got a few of these whack jobs trying to kill each other and taking photos of each other being killed and whatnot. Yeah, it it kind of reminds me of how we're talking about how the uh like Satanist movement. Yeah. Like they don't even believe in Satan, but they just want to be like anti, anti religion, anti religion, yeah. and um. But it sounds like these people really do like worship Satan. These people, like with the, yeah, the skulls and all. Isn't that this is they dark. just die for attention? In probably, general? you're I probably mean, right. They want to be noticed. Probably, if you go to their background when they were little kids. Nobody noticed them. Yeah. Nobody even cared about them. Nobody. Yeah, no friends. They probably. didn't. They didn't have anything to stand more than the others. That probably they were alone. As they grew up, they have all their frustration build up in their mind, and yeah. they start creating these things. And they value people their same mind like yeah. with yeah. each other. I, guess. I, I think they probably had no friends until they united against a clown. Yeah. And destroyed it. Evil <laughs> and then so, they became friends, but that kind of sent them off the deep end. We just yeah. we just confirmed that these these guys were actually the kids from it. Huh. Double Se- confirmed. Seems like it. Double yeah, confirmed. Yeah, I know. And how the hell else are you going to be this messed up? I was also reading up on Dead too. I, I didn't want to just bring him in himself because the band as an entity is is far more interesting to me. But I mean, he was like the the typical um, uh, very introverted, hard to talk to type of sociopath. 
you know, I think he also hurt animals and whatnot growing yeah, up. But he yeah. his avenue instead of becoming a serial killer was being in a band. But he took those mentalities with him. So he was also extremely depressed for his entire life. So it's is, just a stew of bad is stuff. Is this uh, band is still active? Yes. Oh wow. That's another thing. The wonder, band is still active. Yeah, wonder who's gonna kill himself late after that. Right. Or, oh, well, uh, apparently somebody pool. else shoot him. <laughs> so the remaining members, and I'll get to to who's remaining because that's also an important part of the story. But uh, Necro Butcher <laughs> recalls how Euronymous told him these names are so stupid. Told him of the suicide. Uh, it says, uh, which his real name is uh, Oystein. Oystein called me up the next day and says, "Dad has done something really cool. He killed himself." I thought, "Have you lost it? What do you mean cool?" He says, "Relax. I have photos of everything." Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, relax. Don't worry. I took pictures. <laughs> I was, yeah, we got it documented. I was okay. in shock and grief. He was just thinking how to exploit it. So I told him, okay, don't even call me before you destroy those pictures. In time, rumors spread that Euronymous had made a stew with bits of Dead's brain and had made necklaces out of bits of his skull. The band later denied the former rumor, but confirmed the latter was true. Moreover, oh yeah, Euronymous claimed to have given these necklaces to musicians That's he deemed worthy, mm-hmm. which mm. was confirmed by uh, several other members of the scene. Wow. This Euronymous guy, man, he is just the, the shittiest of the shitty. Mm, he's ruthless. Ruthless, absolutely. Ex- exploitive, just mm-hmm. think of all the bad <laughs> uh, heart, adjectives you can think of. That's my this heart guy. hurts right now. It's tough. It's tough to think about that kind of thing. You were in a band with this guy. You were in a band with this guy, and mm. you just start... Selling pieces of his skull after you took a photo of him. Yeah, just imagine this. Alex sit here and slit uh, his wrist and cut, shoot himself. Cut mm-hmm. And you come in the door. Oh, that's pretty it, cool. Well, you see it. The first thing you do, you start picking up, well, you're taking a picture. You're picking up all the little brains that are scattered. That way you can go use them. Make a stew out of them later. Yep. Is that yeah, what make, they make a stew so, se- and give pieces of the skull as they, necklaces away. So basically, people. you had no sense of remorse mm-hmm. once you walk out of that door for Alex. Yep, zero, <laughs> none. That's uh, that's a psychopath. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm glad yeah. that we had. We and I already <laughs> know that 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 wouldn't happen because uh, when I cut my hand, you looked like you were gonna. Pass out. I look like I was gonna cry. I felt so bad for you. No, that would that would just put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, but uh, but See, I, I know how I Justin wondered. really would react. You he'd know, probably, how he'd probably pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah, he looked worse. Oh, than, he, look, he looked worse than I felt. <laughs> That's pretty bad. So, um, on August tenth, nineteen ninety three, Vikernes, which was the basis of the Varg, which means uh, devil or demon or something in Sweden. We just figured that out. He murdered Euronymous. I thought it was Norwegian. <laughs> oh, wait, he murdered He him? murdered Euronymous. Yeah, there you go. The bassist see? murdered Euronymous. Yeah. On, wow. on that, we, should, we should see it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. I oh wouldn't expect God. anything less. So on that night, Vikernes and- uh, That's insane. Yeah, Vikernes and someone else uh, traveled from Bergen to Euronymous' apartment in Oslo. Upon their arrival, a confrontation began, which ended when Vikernes fatally stabbed Euronymous. His body was found outside the apartment with 23 cut wounds. Oh, wow. Two to the head, five to the neck, and 16 to the back. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of anger. That's a lot of anger. Vikernes claimed that Euronymous had plotted to torture him to death and videotaped the event, using a meeting about an unsigned contract as a pretext. 
if you cut somebody 16 times in the back, your argument is completely moot. Well, it's it's overkill. I mean, he didn't just want to kill him. He had a lot of rage. frustration and rage behind it, yes. And it's not like the detectives can't tell that these are, you know, <laughs> that, that he struggled or that yeah, he was being attacked. Yourself. They can see the defensive wounds, but, you know. It's like, oh, it was an accident. But and you got another yeah, 16 slices 16 to the back. 16 times yeah. to slap him. Like, and, and I kept trying to get up and I just kept falling down yeah. with a knife and stabbing him again. And so then stab him in the head again. <laughs> a shotgun to blast sure. to the yep. back of the head. Suicide. I would say suicide. It was slippery with all the blood so I kept falling yeah. down and oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> re-stab. <laughs> yeah, let's just stab him again and again and again. I'm I'm so clumsy, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> I feel sick. I don't like talking about stuff like this. You should. Uh, so, uh, and I'm going to end it off with this. Uh, in May 1994, their album was released and dedicated to Euronymous. Its release had been de- uh, delayed due to complaints filed by Euronymous's... God, a stupid name. Euronymous's parents who had objected to the presence of bass guitar parts played by Vikernis, who was the guy that murdered him. According to Vikernis himself, Hellhammer... <laughs> I can't take this seriously. Hellhammer assured... Uh, his parents that he would re-record the bass tracks himself. Being unable to play a guitar, uh, bass guitar, Hellhammer left the bass tracks unchanged, and so the album features Vikernis as the effective bassist. Oh my god! <laughs> the level of shittiness that is a old there is man. there Slap is the no face. low, there is no ground for them to 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 stop them from reaching new levels of shittiness. Yeah, as a musician, I feel like you might as well piss on his grave. Like that's I, so I, Have you tried to watch this band play actually? No, I haven't. I'm not no. into that music. I'm not either and again, yeah, I, had, but, I I don't think I ever would have heard of this band if it weren't for this thread cuz the thread was like what's the most uh, messed up story you've ever heard about? He just finds random shit on, yeah, but, on but, the internet. Yeah, but you know after you hear the story like this, you wonder what they were look like, yeah. what they were. Oh, explain, I've seen what they look like. like yeah, what, what they're like actually, how they play their music. Yeah, have you have you seen what uh, like Swedish and Norwegian black metal uh, no, artists look like? So they they're I usually know. all dressed in black and they have black and white paint all over their face. Huh. What's their what's the name of the band again? Mayhem. Mayhem. I wonder what that means in Norwegian. Well, literally mayhem. They're just they're <laughs> right? involved with their uh, reputation. Yeah, dude. And um, I think one of the uh, one of the theories about uh, somebody brought up the theory that the only reason that Euronymous took the photo and uh, was okay with it being used for one of their albums was because it would help to push the band's crazed image, you know? Well, yeah. which kind of, it kind I of wouldn't be mind. surprised though because nowadays everybody's more concerned about bad news than good mm, news. Yeah. If you watch look like all really- the news channel. There isn't like they don't say good news, or maybe if they say it, it's very briefly. But when there is a drama or bad news, they talk about it days and days and yeah. days because people they get fed by those things more than the others. Yeah, that, that's so true, Coach. That drives me crazy about well, it brings people your in curiosity. General. You know, look, look at how their language even change over the years, like. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, if somebody want to call somebody, man, you're really good. They say, man, you're extremely well. You're great. Your performance awesome. But but what now, what they say, say, man, you're a badass. Oh, yeah, you're they, badass. They actually, <laughs> yeah. they, they use the very negative words in a positive way. Yeah. 
You know, it, everything you change. Instead like, of saying like, oh, you're swell. Oh, no, yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, you swell. are. You are well, dog dick or, or, badass. Or, or <laughs> saying, you are a beast. They're not saying, oh, yeah. man, you're, you're a really great athlete. They say yeah. you are a beast. beast. Everything's, it's, uh, it's compared to the most negative one. Yeah. That's just how our even language Or my favorite. Bro, you're the shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's different ways to say that. If you say you're shit, that's a bad thing. But if you say you're the shit, shit, that's a good thing. Exactly. That's a pretty apt way of looking yes. at things. I didn't I didn't realize that how these <laughs> what are inherently bad terms have been switched around Switch. as good. Yeah. Yes. I mean think Pretty about much. it. Or that, like, I don't know, this is like this is kinda old now, but where the hell did the bomb come from? That's fucking oh, that's kinda weird. The bomb, yeah. The bomb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His head's gonna explode and kill all these people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What the hell? It's like um, I don't, I don't know if that's a that's a, that's a good term or not. <laughs> so they were active from eighty four to ninety three. They went on hiatus after that because why? Why? Why wouldn't you go on hiatus if this is your band? Um, and then they started back up in ninety five, and they're go they're still going strong today. And if you look at photos of them too on the internet, they're playing to pretty massive crowds on yeah, gigantic yeah, stages. I believe it. They look, they look I like well adjusted. Uh, individuals. Yeah, see, now they do. Uh, I'm looking at Necro Butcher. <laughs> hmm. Oh, God. Here's, but he looks like a normal guy, you know? Yeah, and the face there look very normal. Not this picture, though. Yeah, not that one. That yeah. one. He's holding up a pig head. Yeah, that one's very, very evil. Yeah, there's a. Uh, uh, they got some new members uh, Blasphemer and uh, Maniac. Like, imagine he's going to go in like two hours in the stage. And have a have a show, right? Yeah. So what he's going through his mind? Oh, let me go dig up the dead body. Yeah. What can put, I do crazy? Put, yeah. Put all this stuff and smells on me, and then go chop off a bunch of pigs and mm-hmm. what else? Um, I think it's a. Uh, oh, it cut himself on stage. Yeah, oh yeah. Or yeah. He go was literally cut cutting himself and, on stage. Or like, uh, do we talk? We talked about how. Uh, so whenever I joined uh, my old band, that uh, Justin actually. Was there, I guess, first for my uh, my audition yeah. when I auditioned oh, cool. for that what band? What did you play? Drums, drums. Yeah, yeah, and he actually still plays in a really good band called Pseudo Future. Go check him out. Thank you, man. <laughs> Shameless plug. Awesome. No, but uh, yeah, our our old band's over. But anyways, I can I can only imagine like this like <clears throat> trying to audition for this band. And they're like, "What's your name?" And he's like, uh, "Fjord." <laughs> and, and they're like, uh, and he's like, uh, I mean, blasphemer. <laughs> All right. And, and then Check. they're like, uh, what do you play? And they're like, oh, I play bass. And they're like, they're like, let, let me hear you. He's like, boom, 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 boom. And they're like, that's cool. Can you uh, cut yourself and then do that too? I was like, I guess. <laughs> uh, if that's what it takes, I, I guess. Mean, geez. Yeah. Did you by chance bring a pig head along <laughs> with you? Do you have any pig heads or sheep skin? Yeah, at, no. No, I don't have a severed pig head with me. <laughs> I don't know if you can make it in this band, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I want to. Yeah. If you really want to audition for this band, you have to kill somebody in front of us. And then He's we're going like, to kill you. That's initiation. Eventually. That's this band. <laughs> yeah, eventually. It's going to happen. Who wants to join that band after you heard all that shit about them? I feel like they just have knives everywhere, too. You know? mm-hmm. What if they're just like, oh, dude, what a punk. I wish you were dead. But they actually meant it. You know, Every time they said it, it was like, it was, it was foreboding. It's a curse. It's a curse, yeah. Like, dude, F off and die. They mean it. They want <laughs> you to F off and die. They want yep. you dead. Yeah, so that's, mm. that's my interest. Uh, I'm going to keep it a little short just because uh, 
I really don't want to read anymore about them. I don't want to know anything <laughs> yeah, man, else that there is to know about them. But uh, yeah, so we'll say our final goodbyes to Necro Butcher, Hellhammer, Attila, Talak, which I think means devil, right? I well, have no idea. I don't know Norwegian. Way worth its rest and peace, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dead. these are still alive. But uh, the one there. I think these are like the uh, the stable ones, you know? Because Necro Butcher. Well, Necro Butcher is. <laughs> he's, he's the one that you see pictured. Um, and he looks pretty normal, just a guy playing bass. I think it's pronounced Necropitcher. Oh, yeah. I forgot Norwegian. Uh, there's another uh, one so named Ghoul. Um, and then, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Euronymous, uh, Dead. Uh, we'll see you later. Manheim, Maniac, Blasphemer, Gru, K- K- Kittle, uh, Count, Blackthorn, Ocu- Ocul- How big is this band? Ocultus, <laughs> um, Alexander Nordgarden. Oh, hell no. Oh, there oh, hell. you go. S- oh, hell no. Sanrab, uh, uh, Izag, Morpheus, and Silmath. Oh, wow. There's well, it sounds like they spanned a lot of different mythologies with some of those names. Yeah. Not even mythologies, but like. I feel know. like I just summoned Satan from saying all those names. Yeah, it's, hmm. it kind of sounded like a spell. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I feel a little wh- scared. Guess we're Wiccans now. Not really. I'm, I'm all straight. There you go. You're good. <laughs> I'm good. So that's all I got for my interest is the shit, shitty, crazy, terrible band. Man. That was a very... Um, Enlightening? Educational. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be mad if I was like ascended from Attila the Hun and then they're like, I find out that one of those dudes like named himself Attila. Yeah. You know? Maybe that's what happened. Or like, I don't know if this is racist, coach, but what if like one of these guys were like, uh, like, oh, I'm Darius or something, you know? Hey, they can, they can, they're entitled to their, dis- I mean, their opinion. They can name whatever they want. I feel want. like it's disrespecting mm-hmm. to the memory of like your Darius? ancestors. And what oh. about, what about the Greek god Euronymous? How about that? Isn't that disrespectful? Yep. Yes. Yep. If I was Greek, I'd be pissed. What about the Greek god dead? I think that's a little disrespectful. <laughs> Don't forget the Greek god Necro. Quit ruining Butcher. our words. God of death, yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you had a choice, what would you name yourself? <laughs> my son? Yourself. Oh, myself. Yeah, if you were in like, like if if you Alexander. were Alexander. There so there what, is an Alexander in here. Uh, Alexander Nord Nordgarin. Yeah, the, but yeah, why Alexander? Mad. Like what's your thought behind it? Um I feel like it's a strong name. Alex Hammer. He was a conqueror and I'm a conqueror of sorts. Of sorts? Of sorts, yeah. Oh, okay. So you would cut somebody? No, I conquer the hearts of people. <laughs> if you're in mayhem, love. you have to cut if somebody. If you're in mayhem, you if you're in somebody. that environment, if you, you want to name someone. yourself Alexander. Oh, I'm such a good I, friend. The, the, the gods of swords. I'm, I'm such not. a good friend. I would let you cut me as initiation. Oh, wow. No, nope, I wouldn't do it. I would never be in this band. I would never be anywhere near these people. Too late. You were accepted. And also, I wouldn't be a sword. <laughs> All the way out is I in a box. Historically speaking, I'd probably use like a phalanx. Like that spear thing. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew you had to get close to you. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Halberd. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. What would yours be? What's your mayhem name? Oh my god. Your goodness. mayhem name. Uh, I don't even know. I have one. I'm. I'm completely opposite. You know. Bone yeah. crusher. Bone crusher is good. Yeah. Bone crusher. You actually sounds do that. Me suit, that means suit me well. How about bone? Really do that. <laughs> How about bone eater? A little, <laughs> a little, a little more. A little more mean. A little no, more mayhem like. But that's what they are nasty. These are yeah. these are the grotesque of the but grotesque. Remember, yeah, we talked about that. The, the nastiness that yeah. they look tougher to yeah. look, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a bony there. Bony there sounds pretty good. Real or, museum of fleeks, uh, or like here. that guy collector, you know? Yeah, I guess it has to be nasty. My name yeah. would be like Skull Shitter. <laughs> Skull Shitter. Skull Shitter. <laughs> yeah. uh, fucking... I think mine's gonna be Tooth Decay. How about that? It's pretty good, right? <laughs> no, Tooth I w- Decay. I w- I w- yeah. I w- that's not scary be... at all. 
like a Persian <laughs> hammer. So Persian what? hammer, I like that. <laughs> What's scarier than tooth decay? That's syphilis. terrifying. You would be syphilis. Syphilis is pretty good. Oh. That's, that's scarier than tooth decay. Syphilis syringe. I give it to you. <laughs> I no. give it to you. Broken glass or something. Broken ass. <laughs> cool. Now we got we got new nicknames for us. My mom said I can't be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. All right, she, my man. She worry about your wife first. No, she doesn't care. She's a she's an avid listener. Yeah, she likes this kind of stuff. She likes this is the kind of shit we talk about all the time. Yeah, I don't think people understand this, but this is not a bit that we're putting on. This is the kind of stuff we always talk about. This is our personality, literally, just us. Like, actually, I think that us just talking is even better than this. Yeah, we haven't quite mastered being one hundred percent ourselves yet, but we're getting close. It's still a little nerve wracking. Well, you guys try to filter a little bit because it's not just you and him hearing this; it's other people hearing, obviously. So you would never be hundred percent because you always have to think about maybe what you bit. say. Yeah. But when you talk with Justin, you and him, you don't think you don't have yeah. to think about what you say. You just say whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> and it's not like we're like dropping n bombs or anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. just, some of the stuff we say is questionable, but but it's it's this is us. This yeah, is it's an, about. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, we're cool peeps. Yeah. All right, skull shooter, your turn. What's your interest of the day? PJJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, PJJ stands for Persian Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> because I learned Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from, from Persian. Persian. Yeah, yeah. How, how is that, all right? But you know what? So Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm going to get into the history of it a little bit. Started out, right, way back in the day. I mean, you, you can help me out with this. Um, way back in the day, the samurais had some kind of martial art, and then they broke it down into different martial arts. And I think judo was one of them, right? Well, judo um, is invented by um, the gentleman called Jigoro Kano, who was the inventor of judo. But the reason he invented the judo before judo actually was Japanese jiu-jitsu. That's what it was, Japanese jiu-jitsu. He was a very small, like linky, small, skinny kid, and he will be picked in the school a lot. So... What he did, he was always going home with his scars and bruises. So he started studying for the surviving in the school. He started studying the jiu-jitsu. But the jiu-jitsu techniques, Japanese jiu-jitsu, they are on their feet and joint manipulation. Mm-hmm. It was hard for him for such a small frame. So he started developing the throws. So And then as he grew up, he started developing more and more and more. And that Japanese jiu-jitsu is branched out to judo. To judo. And then fast forward, like, I don't know, some years. Years, we have years after, yes. Maeda, right? A, yes. a judoka from Japan. Yes. He was in uh, Brazil. for. He was a businessman or something. And um, I he guess start, the... Oh, yes, go sir. ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I guess the Gracie family helped him out in some way, so he started training the um, the sons, four of them, I think. Right? Well, in very years ago, actually, before he started teaching, uh, Japanese were very proud and uh, about their judo. So what they did, they didn't want any other country learn judo. Um. So what they did, they start teaching the United States Army as a private lessons only 
for those people. So, and then when he traveled to Brazil, and as a favor to what they're doing for him, he started teaching him. But it was kind of like a privilege to have teaching him. It wasn't like, oh, there's a bunch of people teaching jujitsu judo to the other people. Let's just do it. So it was kind of very that 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 time was very secret to not teach it to everybody. All right. So now we have the Gracie family learning this judo, and then we got um, a young and sickly Elio Gracie, who uh, I Helio. guess. Hmm? Helio. Yeah, Helio Gracie. Uh, it, it's a soft H whenever I say it because uh, <laughs> I talk fast. So he uh, he wasn't big and strong. So he had no, a no. He wasn't. Either. You said he was sickly. I think so. Huh. But uh, so he kind of learned by watching his brothers. But he had to sort of adapt all the all the techniques to his sickly body. His sickly body. He had to rely on um, really good technique and. He was very smart though in his in yeah. his behalf. It takes a lot of study and attention to start developing something out of your thoughts and what you know. You just have to start thinking outside the box at that time, you know? Right. And, um, yeah, he, I mean, he used a lot of sort of philosophies that are um, not really in a lot of other martial arts. You, you know, if you think of, like, the structure Absolutely. of the body, um, you know, base... Uh, just a lot of different things that really took jujitsu to what I think is, but you know, I'm kind of racist because not racist, but you know, <laughs> I'm sexist or whatever. <laughs> no. Fanatic. You're gender, yeah, you're gender I, racist. Yeah. I'm as a pr- practitioner, I think it's, you know, the, the legitist, but I think it's what is a samurai sword level of honing of grappling. <laughs> Would you say so coach? I believe it. I believe it. I strongly agree with you. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of just the background of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu itself. Oh, yeah, also in the 90s, uh, they brought it to over here. The, the Gracie family did, I think. And then, you know, it's been in Brazil United for, States. for a while. Yeah, it's in the United States. And then, um, you in know. Overall, it's a very young sport compared to other martial arts. Yeah, for sure. It's very, very young, and it's fast developed because of the how practical this sport is in the matter of self-defense. And as you see, those martial arts, my opinion, is one of the very few translate to self-defense in, in, in most highest level. Right. Yeah. And that, that's why uh, it drives me crazy about that. Okay. Uh, let me get your opinion on this. Probably skipping around. Why are you smiling at me like that? <laughs> Go ahead. You already know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. Why don't you ask him then if you know what I'm going to say? Hey, is jujitsu karate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to piss somebody off that did jujitsu? It's, it's, so yes. it's so funny because we, I, I've always said that to him just to make him mad. And we have people now that listen to the show, they're like, yeah, jujitsu is karate. One of the reviews <laughs> that's left for us uh, on iTunes is, it's totally karate. <laughs> yeah, that's all it says. Yeah, we only laugh about it now, but yep, it, it really, really makes the jujitsu practitioner upset. If you just because, like, ignorant people, like, not, I mean, not, they're, not, they're not ignorant, ignorant in a bad way, but ignorant as yeah, in they, they, they don't, don't know. know. We're gonna exactly. we're gonna clear that up for everybody right now. If if you ever hear the term ignorant, it means that you just don't know about it. No. It's not a derogative. Exactly. If you use like a derogative, you're an idiot. You're ignorant. You dumb ignorant idiot. Then you think it's ignorant. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that comment was ignorant. Sorry. Yeah, but you know, like we wear geese and stuff, and 
You know, we have a belt system. Well, but... they they call them pajamas, right? We oh, wear yeah, pajamas. pajamas and they do. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, heard people yeah. say oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Well, oh, you mean uh, ignorant people? Yeah, you put ignorant the ignorance. people. Yeah. You put pajamas on and I'll roll around with a bunch of men. <laughs> With a bunch of sweaty yeah. men. Hey, do the jujitsu kick with your pajamas on. You roll around on the ground with that's some sweaty ig- men. That's mm-hmm. an ignorant. That's what they are. Yep. That's what they do. That's what they do, for real. Yeah, a lot of people call the gym and they say, is it a karate school? <laughs> you know, I, I, I swear. I, I, like I said, I said did you, how did you get our phone number? He said, well, on your website. I said, is there anywhere in the website that says karate and I said, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I, you got I, the clothes on. You know, I, I stopped just talking about it and argue about it. I said, yes, what can I do for you? you know? <laughs> yeah. Does it take every ounce of your strength to hold back used to, what you want to say used to them? To, not anymore. Like right now, I'm I'm just so past that. Yeah. I just, just let it go. The, mo- the moment they say, oh, what do you do? You do I said, well, I do jujitsu. I, I don't tell people. Because the moment they hear you do fighting, all of the sudden they want to relate themselves to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm crazy. a fighter. Oh, okay. I never take the classes, but I fought a lot when I was younger. I, I said, dude, say, that's. I got to a fight in elementary. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's not yeah. a fight. That's a cat fighting. If you yeah. never fight, what do you make you think that you can actually fight? You know, yeah. you, you, never, you never take any classes, you never know how to fight. Because you have a heart and you scuffle with a bunch of other kids, that doesn't make you fight, you know. Yeah. But I, I quit telling people because I know what the response is, and I don't wear clothes that shows that I do any kind of oh, yeah. jujitsu or any kind of martial arts because I'm afraid of the response I would get and the people. So I I rather to be anonymous yeah. in yeah. general. Spoken like a true master. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. I mean, but yeah, with me, I always get people who uh you know, I'm a little tiny person. Yeah, right? they so don't take you seriously. They don't. And and so they're like, oh the, you you can always just see their their eyes working, you know, and they're like, oh you do what? And they're yeah. like like I, I don't try to. I never try to talk it up because I don't even yeah. want to. I don't even want to show you. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, show me something. I'm like no. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? like, go, in the damn hospital. Go try a class. Okay. There you go. Go try a class. Stay for a week. And you're not. You're not like a freaking circus monkey. Dance monkey. Dance. Yeah, I know. But because like that. I weigh uh, like 140 pounds, and you know I can. Coach could tell you. You know I could take down a dude who's 260. You know, but yep. I don't go around saying that. But I have people who are like. Bigger than me, and they're like, uh, "What's tried on me, bro?" They're like, "I can, yeah, I can because, best him." Tried yeah, on me, bro. Because, I can best him. because they always people, in like a two hundred years ago, they think the size, it's demand that how good you are. That's why you see all those uh, gyms. They people they try to get look bigger, and for whatever reason, when they get bigger, I think they get that delusion because they're, they're big, they're tough. Yeah. But hey, that doesn't have nothing. Your size of your arms, your size of your chest, it look good, but that doesn't make you a fighter. It just, like when the people say, oh, have you taken any classes that you actually know how to punch, how to kick? I said, no, I know how to punch. They, they, <laughs> like this. They probably, they think they do know, but they actually, they don't know. Right. Yeah. Or some of them, they were in the military and... They thought because they did a little combative in military, all yeah. of the sudden there are there are fighters or they know yeah. what to do. So they go in the gym, 
God knows whatever they do, any kind of enhancement to get their body bigger, all of a the sudden they get that delusion that, okay, I'm big, I can't take this guy's 140 pounds. So, but that delusion, they tell themselves so much, you know, when they lie to yourself so much, yeah. you start believing it. <laughs> so they live in that delusion. And the moment Alex goes, say, hey, yeah, I do this. They just try to say it. They never go at the gym to try it because they afraid of getting exposed. And they have, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we have a meme in the jujitsu. They're saying math is like a mirror. You say you can't see your reflection through your performance. So if you really think you can fight, well, go and fight. See how well you are. Exactly. And and that's the thing is like those dudes with super big egos, they're they, they never laugh because they can't handle the you know, the yeah. very first day when, you know, a woman destroys yeah, you. Yeah, you know? they probably get hurts. Yeah. Because like if if you don't do jujitsu and you know, you go against somebody who does, it it really doesn't matter. It's like you're a toddler trying to talk to somebody who's a professor at speaking. Yeah, I saw they don't the know how to speak. meme while back and wasn't one of those uh jujitsu wall it was yeah. bad it was very nice I I just liked it very much. It says uh uh the the land it's my ocean and I'm a shark. So and this ocean not that many people can swim. Oh yeah. You know <laughs> that's good. You know, they they are like a shark but they they do it every single day. They practice to be able to fight so obviously the people that they don't practice to fight so they might know how to fight but they cannot perform on that level so compared to others people that they don't know much maybe the size does matter but when you compare it to the people that who train i don't think the size would change anything you know right and uh that kind of makes me. Uh, I, I was. I'm actually skipping around a little bit. I was actually wanting to go into your life a little bit. You, oh sure. If, if it's all right with you, because of you, course. So you've had a really a really colorful one. Um, jiu-jitsu wasn't your your first martial art, right? No. Judo. I, yes, I started jiu-jitsu in 2000 when I came in the United States. Okay. So and um, but you you've been doing judo since eight years old. Eight years old. So you've been grappling your entire life. Yes, I'm 50 years old. That would make it 42 years. 42. Holy shit, you're 50? Yes, sir. I did not know that. <laughs> Why? Because he's so jacked? Yeah, you don't look like a 50-year-old. Because yes. his hair is perfectly quaffed? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> also, I'm American. Uh, yeah, well, 50-year-old Americans look way worse. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's true. Got them Persian jeans. Well, go. it's all about... What'd you buy what you what you eat, how you eat exactly? Oh know? yeah, you eat really well, huh? Yes, I do. I notice, man. I'm getting I'm getting fat. I'm sad. I drink too much <laughs> beer. Hey. Yeah, but what? You yeah, it. I'm, I'm I'm with you, my man. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll never give up that beer. Ah, uh, uh, there it is. Ah, uh, there it is. All right, so you've been you've been grappling your whole life, coach. Uh, yes, sir. Forty two years. So how long? Uh, when did you find found Iron Side? When did you found that that mug? Oh, well, oh, you found it, Ironside. Yeah, Ironside. Cool. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, Ironside. Well, you know my my last name it means uh, iron. So Hadad, it's it's oh. the person who um, make iron. 
No, Iron Man, basically. Oh, okay. What a fitting name. Yes, and then... Uh, like a blacksmith my, kind yes, of? Yes, and we were a friend of mine. Well, actually, it was the time, yeah, it was my ex-wife. We were talking about it, and um, we were trying to find the name that kind of match up with my last name, and she said, oh, there's a this word, Ironside, is in the Bible. So I, I do believe in God strongly, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought, well, what a blessing it is to have our business be blessed by God, and we use the name Ironside, and and that back then nobody had that um, verse from the Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, as it says, uh, as iron sharpening iron, so one man sharpen another. So that was actually mine. Nowadays, you see some other gym they use that meme as well. Yeah. But in 2007, when I made this for my motto, my gym, and our website, and nobody even knew about it, at least the people in martial arts that were trying and, to do And this. I think especially with jujitsu, I mean, some people might say that CrossFit has a similar vibe to it, but I, I wouldn't know. But especially with jujitsu, nothing against CrossFit, but no, like <laughs> jujitsu, we really are um, kind of a you know a family type unit. You know, we uh, we do we we share the same interest and the fact that you know you uh, Justin mentioned you guys play the band, you mm -hmm. you guys spend so much time together. You guys go through probably each song hundreds of times to find that right tune am i correct yeah oh yeah so probably it, thousands of times yes spend, find the wrong spend tune. so long time <laughs> and and so much effort to make that so when you do that you do the same thing jujitsu to create that technique that you want or be able to execute it and, and you hone, train. hone that craft right yes be, and you train with your partner and your partner is helping you to grow, to be able to be successful to that level, I guess that uh, that established that brotherhood that you guys were talking about, and yeah. it's very very strong because as much as we all joke with each other, as you see at the gym, mm -hmm. there is a line of respect that nobody crosses yeah. us. So Absolutely. not me as a coach, not these guys as a student. So we. We have utmost respect for each other, but at the same time, we make so many jokes, so many funny jokes. We laugh because the, the intent of it is just have fun, but at the same time, we stay away from right. all those um, disrespectful comments. Yeah. And, and also the, the sharpening aspect, because you know, much, much like not only are you my teacher, but as you know, when when me and you roll together, you're you're not. You don't just try to destroy me. You oh, try absolutely to, not. You try to lead me in, in such a way that I'll learn while while rolling Correct. with you. Which rolling is what we call sparring, by the way. And, uh, you know, I, I do the same for newer students than me, you know, people. Absolutely. Like, and it, it's obviously just because uh, a lot of people have famine mentality. They just want to win all the time. Yes. But I, like, I personally believe that uh, if... If there's people who maybe don't know as much as me, if I can bring them up, then I'll be surrounded by better people and yes. it'll only bring me Absolutely. up. So that's what the legacies are. And that's why when the new people come in the gym, I'll make sure they roll with you guys, that you guys can be helpful, can be gentle. 
mm-hmm. that they don't get injured. They might not have a body awareness as much as these guys are. So they can they can help him. They can lead him. That's that's what the legacy of each James yeah. I guess are <clears throat> to to um, teach others what you've been taught and just being um, you know just just do what you love to do and help mm-hmm. other people as well for sure yeah it's a beautiful thing uh i have maybe just two more things that i want to talk about a how do you feel about sort of the evolution of jujitsu with the all these newfangled guards that are coming out (laughs) well evolution in my opinion it's it's important in everything you basically you upgrading like Nobody likes to, well, some antique um, drivers maybe, but nobody likes to drive the car that they don't have a Bluetooth, they don't have this, they don't have that. They don't have a, um, what you call an airbag for safety or, or all the other features it has. So if we would not want the evolution, we wouldn't have these cars nowadays, right? Right. So because the purpose is to make your car it's more convenient and better. So, but again, sometimes things get out of proportion, you know, like what extremist comes, what people, some people come and take that evolution, then it's spoiling it. So evolution, it's a sport, it's good, it's revolving. I, 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 I strongly recommend it, that everybody be skillful and try to learn, but you have to find that line between, okay, this is reality. These are just plain stupid, you know? Right. So if you find that line, you can use that to your benefit. It's like computer. It's like this uh, camera, this microphone you use. I don't know. Some people can abuse the use of this when you guys use it this for doing a lot of goods, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's It's... Yeah, I do believe uh, evolution is really important. Yeah. How do you feel about the rubber guard? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's what's it called? The rubber guard? Rubber guard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, just pulling your joint out of the socket. Oh my god. Most is, is extreme it, pressure. Yeah. I mean, is it actually a useful it, thing? No, or? it's a form of no. closed guard that you got to be like really mm-hmm. flexible to do. But oh, uh, so okay, you're consciously. Pulling your no, not literally. Oh, okay. He just means like, yeah. I mean, it seems yeah, like you, you are... do pulling. You may oh, look, maybe yeah. You turning your knee mm-hmm. out of the normal position oh. they're supposed yeah. to be, and you oh. stretch them so much. What do you think to those ligaments? You stretching oh those God. ligaments. You know yeah. everything. Everything in jujitsu, I think, should be based on leverage, uh, gravity. Right mm-hmm. and, and and basic anatomy. So what part of your anatomy says you have to grab that legs all the way twisted ninety degrees over to put the different places? So oh my god, it's it's some flexible people be able to do it. They might not feel the pressure at that moment, but if as they get older, they don't have that flexibility. I was going to say, probably the years of wear and tear probably really affect them later yeah, on in life. Right? Absolutely. No matter how flexible you are now. Yeah, and then, and then hey, if the technique is not based on, on right angles and, and right posture, 
Well, it won't it won't be perfect technique. So okay. those things, your legs doesn't have a right posture. I mean, your legs doesn't meant to bend that way that far. So I I think it's very uh, unpractical. Even though some people use it, oh my God. but if they if they feel the resistance, either they injure themselves mm-hmm. or eventually they will get injured. So that's my opinion about it. And I, as you see, how many world champion you see that the play Robert Guard? Name one. No, uh, I don't know. <laughs> because well, none. There is none because it's not it's not practical on that matters. You right. Know? If. I lock your, yourself, you, I lock you in the position you can move and I lock myself that I can move, then... Yeah, it does lock... How, you no, can't transition out no, of it. No, there is no transition <laughs> and therefore there is no flow, there is no flow, there is no techniques exchange. You know? Right. These are primarily my opinion. A oh, lot I of, agree though. A, That's a why lot never... of people, they have their opinion about it and they play it, they might have very successful with it so mm-hmm. that's their part me i've been on the mat for 42 years i can tell you if you're not doing those things in the right way you would not last 42 years on the mat and there you have it folks <laughs> no but i agree i i never um was really even though i i'm kind of flexible compared to most people i was never really interested in it just for the sheer fact that it doesn't you know it goes Rubber guard goes to rubber guard and it can't transition to anywhere else. Whereas like absolutely every other guard, you know, is a, is a system. Even if you True. think of close guard, you know, arm bars, triangles yes. has to be linked. Chokes, right? Has to be easily linked to the other guards. If that, if it's like, you know, when you have a gun, you have a gun, you try to um, upgrade it. So if if you cannot upgrade that gun, obviously you cannot like get the highest performance of that gun you have but when you be able to upgrade it that's why there's so many things to modify the guns out there to make it better not that the gun doesn't shoot by itself in the in the beginning of it but when they modify it they make it better mm-hmm. for the purpose they want to use so same thing as jiu-jitsu maybe it's not like your close guard won't work but if you have something, what if that doesn't work? The, your next option, your plan A, B, C. My boot knife. The length of <laughs> there you go. Do you think uh, rubber guard has the chance to actually move into um, more standardized use? Like not not full on rubber guard, but aspects of it maybe. Maybe, maybe only slightly bending um, out of the way of anatomy. You know, well, I, I've pretended like I was doing rubber guard to set up a triangle before, but th- I think that's about it. <laughs> it's just like a fake out. If I just like to th- throw my leg up real high like, in a high guard, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, again, you can you can use like inverted guard. We had so many people that play inverted guard primarily. Inverted guard when they're upside down, their back mm. and their legs over their head. Oh, like on the video. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. that that put yeah. a lot of tension on your lower back and your lumbar disc. So if somebody put the weights on you, and there's a lot of people play that, but eventually they would have a lower back problems mm-hmm. and causes injuries and and lower back. So disc problem. Then does because you put a lot of 
tension and the angle that you're not supposed mm -hmm. to, right? Yeah. So if you do that, your chance of getting injured a lot faster, it's more than average because you put yourself in that position to uh, you, you're more high risk of getting bad pressure. Yeah. And yeah. you see over the time, I, I know many of them actually, they had a lower back problem and they end up to have a surgery at very oh, young God. ages. Yeah, it looks like a backward scorpion. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's, You're welcome. I mean, it might be at some point of your game, I do that, that you might have to get that position to get out, but that's a different story. Then you started from that position, you stay there mm -hmm. for a few minutes every round. That really damages your lower oh back. Don't you agree? I Alex? do, yeah, for sure. As someone who actually plays a lot of inverted, um, I've had you know I've had like a couple of scares where I'm rolling with some big guys and I go inverted just off of uh, instinct. Instinct, yeah, and I'm you know it might have tweaked it a little bit and I had to kind of walk it off and I'm like, man, that's. Yes. Now it imagine, can be dangerous, you know. Imagine you do that every day and because if you're a professional jiu-jitsu player, you do it every day, yeah. multiple times a day, and each time you do multiple rounds. So imagine all that over the period of few years, what's going to happen to your lower back. Right, yeah. But in, I, I use it kind of like how you were saying, you know, I, I, I use it probably most, more than most people, but I don't, it's not a, a key part of my jujitsu and any well again way, everything you know? has to be used but over to what degree them, exactly guess. yes absolutely okay. hmm. i yeah. think i'm a jujitsu now <laughs> i understand yeah now, now you go so now, jiu now i go is a karate then huh well i mean where are the kicks at <laughs> yeah, exactly actually i don't know if you guys caught this but i did a judo chop on uh on Dylan in my little yes, video. Yes, I did that. Was saw a, that that was a judo chop. Yes, exactly. You know what the funny part is? Judo doesn't have any chop at all. <laughs> I know. That, that's I the don't joke. know where even when judo even, chop. Yeah, when yeah. even that judo chop came. But I, I want to say it was like James Bond fault or something. Yeah, it, it was some nineteen sixties movie. Probably. I just I remember it in Austin Powers. Judo chop. Judo oh, chop. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> Jujitsu kick. <laughs> You can't forget the jujitsu kick. Yes. It drives me crazy. All right, the last thing I wanted to ask you about, Coach, is uh, mastery. Right? They say to master something, you have to spend ten thousand hours doing it. And I, I, I can honestly say that you're probably the only person I've ever met who's probably done ten thousand hours in hmm. in something. Uh, what, how do you feel about that? Um, honestly, um, I can I can't say how many hours it takes. I don't have that statistic, but what I know is uh, the more you do, the more efficient you get and uh, the more faster you get. Faster with the efficiency, it causes you being very graceful to whatever you do. If I, you play the guitar, if your fingers glazing on the, on the guitar rather than me, like a... Einstein, you know, like uh, Frankenstein, my fingers doesn't even move. Mm -hmm. So mine, forty-two it, year yes, it, it doesn't it doesn't move gracefully. Therefore, even though I play, try to play the same song, which I would probably would never be able to, it, it doesn't look graceful, right? But once you do it so much, so long, everything, every, every fiber of your body has that muscle memory, and, and you do it so gracefully. Even they look good. 
So uh, I don't know how many hours it takes. I don't know how many years it takes. But efficiency is a byproduct. I mean, the speed is a byproduct of the efficiency. How you get efficient by the reputation. So it's like you, you driving. When you driving, are you think about when you, when you have to push the brake? You you counting your distance? No. Hell no! I'm thinking about what I'm, what <laughs> exactly. I'm eating for dinner. Tonight. Exactly. I'm thinking about getting off this road. Hey, well, coach, I actually have a a number for you. For sure. How many hours you've been doing it? It is three hundred sixty-seven thousand nine hundred twenty. Oh my goodness! Yep. Well, there you have it. I just did the math for you. <laughs> You've been doing it for three hundred and sixty-eight thousand hours. Three hundred sixty-eight thousand hours. I don't think. It, I think. It, I don't think it means nonstop. Nonstop. <laughs> your entire life. You're doing it right now. Three hundred. <laughs> yeah. See, look at that. That's yeah. another. You've been here for about two hours. That's another two hours to add onto that. But but yeah, the 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 more you do, the better you get. Like anything else, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Slow is fast, and fast is smooth. Exactly. I forgot where I heard that from, but me. Have uh, no mind. That's I know where that's from. Uh, I forgot. No, it's a Tom Cruise movie, <laughs> The Last Samurai. Last the Samurai. Last Samurai. Yeah. You what know? did he say? It's like a part where he's like, uh, he's when trying he to learn the sword. Learning the uh, the samurai uh, yeah. sword fighting. And, and he's like too many mind, and he's like mind of sword, mind of oh, opponent, yeah. mind of self, and he's like uh, no mind. No and, mind. And he's like hmm, no mind. Hmm. Well, I guess they were trying to tell them focus. Yeah. Or take, like, like yeah, stop like, thinking about everything. What I think is that, yeah, like flow, you know? Yeah. Yes. Like just let it happen. take over. Yes. Oh, that's okay. very, very true. All right. Coach, so, I didn't realize you've been doing it that long. Yes, I, I started it and I loved it. And again, to me, it's not about I'm beating up somebody yeah. or I'm be able to beat somebody. It's about the art and how how much I can accomplish and it's a challenge of it. Like yeah. it's exactly like you're playing a chess so that you 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 predict every movement and you can control it and mm-hmm. you can move with it and you can see it before it happen. Those are the beauty of this sport for yeah. me has been and if I tell you I'm absolutely in love with it, I'm not joking. I've been doing this this is my business too, but I love what I'm doing and I I do it and gladly with all the pain and, and joint, you know, I'm as I said, I'm fifty years old, so the body aches here, there and injuries happen, but those are um I guess uh part of doing it, you know, yeah. and doesn't bother me. Every time even I get injured, not me, I guess we all share the same uh, interest that you thinking the moment you get injured you're thinking oh when can I get back to the mat I can't train tomorrow yeah and it's actually you, a common you, thing for jujitsu yeah. players to like hurt themselves again because they want to get back too soon yeah they don't think about that moment that the knee blew up or the ankle tore up oh my God. or they broke their arms they think about oh I can't t- I can't train tomorrow oh, I yeah. can't train this week so it's that much of a passion it's that, that the only thing that's passion. on your mind is trying to get back to do it as opposed to yes. I broke my tibia. Yes. Yeah, as soon as no, I've I've experienced that before, not like breaking a bone, but like hurting something and be like, "Oh fuck, I can't and go to practice." You've yes. told me that before. You're like, "Man, I'm I'm going to be so far behind now because I I'm I'm going to miss 2 weeks or whatever." Yes. <laughs> and this is not just me. Almost every um judo player that I know, they 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 exactly 
I mean, think the same the moment they get injured. Oh, I pop my ribs. I, uh, how long, coach? How long it takes? Oh, man. Six weeks. Well, man, I can't train for six weeks. What do I have to do? You yeah. know, everybody think about when they can get yeah. back on the mat. All right. So I think what I think that's a good place to end off on it. I mean, we could sit here and talk about jujitsu for three days if we wanted to, but uh, and actually, you guys will probably get tired of hearing me talk about <laughs> it, but I don't really care. So. Is it every episode? Where's my racist? <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. This guy's an asshole. There yeah, we go. <laughs> tell you what. If you get tired of me talking about jujitsu, I'll refund your free dollars. Never ever forget that, people. This is free <laughs> content for you, assholes. Yeah. So, coach, I'm thanks again. I've, I've, oh, you're welcome. I think uh, talking about jujitsu with a true master here, a true expert here to help me out, uh, was was pretty sweet. Remember, you're a well, certified master. Three hundred sixty-eight thousand hours you've been doing. Yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. That's like triple the time. You're like you're you're like a triple Dan. It's master. actually like three hundred <laughs> the time. Oh, well, I don't, know. Uh, I don't I, math. Again, I, I never I never counted the hours. I just <laughs> like I wake up in the morning, yeah. try to do that day. I don't think about tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I wake up, I do the same thing. Yeah. So. And that's why we're here. We're after. here to count for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to keep track. To do the math, because I can't count. Yeah, I can't either. I hate it. All right. We got some voicemails today, huh? Hell yeah, we do. Uh, Coach, did you have any, real quick, did you have any final words about mm. jujitsu, about no, how sir, no. hilarious we are as a podcast? <laughs> most importantly. Well, you guys are awesome. Great company, great podcast, and uh, thanks for having me here. That's for sure. And uh, these all was Again, that was my thoughts. Uh, hopefully, nobody get offended by it. And, oh, uh, if they do, they, <laughs> yeah. they can the, stop listening. The, the, if they do, we'll refund their free <laughs> dollars. Yeah. <laughs> These are were just my opinion. I'm sure there's a lot of good athletes out there, and they might not be agree with me with all of it, but hey, they can have their opinion. And if if I get a chance at some point, I would definitely try to make it more convincing. By the yeah. conversations. I think you're respectful and, and open-minded enough for somebody to respect your opinion. Of course, of course. And that's all that matters. Yes, sir. Jiu-Jitsu wouldn't be here this day if they were not for those of people that think outside the box. They would be the same Jiu-Jitsu which happened seven years ago. Yeah. So Yeah, it'd be all Kimuras from side control. Exactly. So those people that definitely <laughs> they put a lot of thoughts to it and they come up and I'm grateful for it for what the jujitsu came. Yeah. So for the people they think outside the box. But again, you just have to find that balance. Too much outside the box or just the Oh yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. too Decently, inside the box. Yes. Yeah. You gotta find the right Balance, balance of experimentation correct, correct. and the basics, right? Yes. Yeah, the okay. basics are important. Yes, open-minded. Yeah. I think the, <clears throat> the key, it's everything you want to learn, it's be open-minded. Yeah, and believe, I agree. You know, if I don't know anything about computers, I'm the first one to admit every time. So if the somebody come tell me, hey, do you know you can do this with a laptop? I said, I don't, but since I don't know, I'll take your word for it yeah. and I'll try it. So. Um, I guess the key to learning always every day is just stay open-minded and don't get too caught or too... Let your pride stop you from learning. Absolutely. God told in the Bible many, many different occasions that you have to be skillful. So you have to, every day you wake up, try to make your skills better. 
There you go. Look at that. This is a that's a tip for you not to be idiots. Yes. Be so, open minded. Like yes, us sir. idiots. <laughs> so when you're open minded, you really give it a thought. So if it doesn't work for you, that's fine, you know, it doesn't work for you. But put your effort to it. Do your best. And if it doesn't work, doesn't work. You know, if it works, then you'll do again. Uh sometimes you just have to put really effort to it, not just want to quit and yeah. give up and make all the excuses for your shortcoming you know and like six months old baby he tried to get up and walking and he kept falling down he kept falling down like your baby in future yeah so he never sit down and say, you know what? I don't think walking's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't you know? know if I can do this. Yeah, you know. This walking they, stuff they, is hard. Yeah. Yeah, they never stop trying yeah. to like by the age of year or maybe 14 months when they're developed, mm -hmm. they start taking the steps, you know, and after that get better. So the key is not quitting and put all your effort to it. But again, there's so many sport for so many different tastes. It's like food. Not everybody have to love jujitsu. There's a powerlifting. There's a CrossFit. There's tennis, chess, golf, basketball, football. People have a different taste. People have a different uh, interest to different things like food. So they're perfectly entitled to do what they want to do. But whatever you want to do, doesn't matter what it is. Just do your best and do your hardest. Yes. To be really successful. Do something. Do something. Good job, Coach. Thank you. Yeah, that was perfect. That was yeah. a perfect way to Great end way it off on that. For sure. Look at that, man. Drop some proverbial proverbs on us. <laughs> See, man, this guy just sheer wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> sheer wisdom. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I could just shave some wisdom off and put it yeah, on my salad. Can I have some of your wisdom, please? <laughs> yeah, please. Man. All right. Well, Coach, thank you again for those proverbial proverbs that you have uh, slammed <laughs> Onto it on top of our heads. Oh, I'm trying welcome. to use jujitsu things I can think of. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, oh yeah, cross, you failed. Cro you probably cro you cross guarded our uh, interests and uh, and our hearts. I think a cross guard oh, is you. a part of a sword. <laughs> <laughs> There's no swords in jujitsu. Are you sure? I don't know, coach. Swords. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't not know not that on my knowledge. So <laughs> that's a good answer. It's a good answer. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go and wrap this episode up. We've got a a shit ton of voicemails. I think that's the only way to describe this. Um, we have uh, six voicemails to go over. Six six voicemails. voicemails yeah, a shit right. ton. So let's go ahead and get started off with strap uh, right in the first man <laughs> and these uh the I forget what it's called the dictation or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. Because they're completely, I've listened to all of them, but they are completely wrong every time. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. So here's number one. Well, hello there, little bitch fingers and bottom bitch. Damn it. That's us. <laughs> this is uh, Mr. Mr. Gobbs, Gobbs Stopper, Garbinson. <laughs> Try to give himself a say, uh, I guess y'all convinced me to watch this uh, Rick and Morty poop sack. <laughs> I've been trying to avoid it for so long, but now I kind of want to watch it because I have no idea what y'all are talking about. <laughs> and uh, the other reason I called was to say that um, bottom bitch does smell like shit. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, I don't that's smell like kind, shit. Kind that's, that's a complete bottom bitch. <laughs> what do you say? He no, said, that's uh, fake news. Uh, he said you smell like shit. Like confirmed. I'm sorry. Confirmed. You smell like shit. 
No, it's not. Just because you say confirmed doesn't make it confirmed. We have another source confirming this. No, Quicksand Graves count. was the first one to do it. I, no, I told Quicksand Graves he can come rattle bat me, rap battle me. Anytime. Rattle bat me. I'll rattle bat him too. All right, hashtag I'll, I'll rattle of, bat. I'll do both of those things. You piece of shit. I don't. And I smell <laughs> perfectly fine. And here's the second one. <laughs> Is it call you? Oh, is this a wrong number? Enough of that. <laughs> what was it? Was that a wrong number? Uh, probably. He's calling to tell us that. Uh... Okay, so what I got from him was is a uh, this guy hit an old lady. Uh, he went up to her window. She pepper sprays him and then beats him with an, an umbrella. And then a cattle prod was and something about somewhere? a cattle prod. Yeah, he maybe he got prodded hmm. while she was beating the shit out of him with. Jujitsu moves, right? <laughs> Am I right, boys? I mean, yeah, we don't maybe know. maybe karate. Here's the third one. Uh, let you know that I... Well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We, we also guess. have one. <laughs> no. We have one from the uh, the famed Amanda. Okay. So I'm on my way home. Once again, I listened to the podcast two days after it actually released because I'm Bad fan. Tis, tis. To other podcast too. Sorry. Bad fan. Oh, how dare um, you? I'm not calling out Alex on... Like me thinking that he can't beat the game. It's just that he's oh, never played the game, and I'm giving him the opportunity to be able to play the Very game. Very magnanimous. Oh well, thank um, you. However, on there, on your little, um, I guess it wasn't an interest or like your little newsy bit. Um, it was like before, whenever Alex was kind of ranting about like being the youngest one, and I kind of wanted to rant just a little bit on that because us. Being these millennial kids that millennials. are actually mm. almost 30 years old, it kind of sucks yeah. to be us because everybody thinks that we don't know what we're doing. Oh my God, that's and a good point. I am constantly being called out like at work for being this millennial kill, 
kid and yep. always being on Entitled my phone and like with technology and everything. But I'm actually pretty good at what I do, but they don't see that because I'm like 20 or 30 years younger than them. And so they just think of me as being a kid, which totally blows. But anyways, um, let's plan on y'all getting drunk, I guess, off of stuff and coming Sounds to my good. house to be able to play PT because it would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to see it. I want to play and it. I should get Alex's phone number just because I have Natalie's phone number. It doesn't mean that I'm going to text her about oh Alex. Oh, my God. Wrap it up. That would be weird. I text Natalie about random shit, and it's not Alex. Anyways, bye. Yeah, get over yourself, dude. I feel like she owes us like 50 bucks for letting her uh, like voice her... Uh, <laughs> that was an ad spot, basically. Hmm. No, I, I feel like a like a therapist at this point, listening to her problems. <laughs> well, she says she was ranting. So. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's no, it's but true, man. That it is, is a really so good point. true. Coach, how do you feel about millennials? No comment. But you are open minded enough to understand yes, that yes. no, but some millennials here's the thing, are though. actually good at what they do. Here's the thing: we are technically millennials just by the cutoff of the age or whatever. But I do not count myself in the in these like in like self entitled like these dumb kids who yeah. don't want to work Tide Pod eating asses. Yeah, Tide Pod eating asses. You know what I'm saying? But Hashtag Tide just, Pod eating asses. We just get thrown into that and like supposedly we're ruining the workforce and all that sh- that bullshit, which like I work harder than old people that next to me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. True. At my job. I don't know about other jobs. That's a good point, man. Good job. Hmm. Good good job. All right, so yeah, that was uh, number four. Thanks again, Amanda, for calling in. It's always a pleasure hearing you um, kind of make fun of us sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's Th- thanks for being, thanks for your ongoing support, even though you do wait two whole days to listen to the episode. And you listen to other podcasts. How yeah. dare you? All right, so here's a here's one from a, a very familiar voice. Oh, they didn't answer. Morty, they didn't answer. Oh, is that Rick? It's Rick Sanchez. I want to try again. No. Oh. Uh, this is high. This is high. C one thirty seven. Zeta twelve. Yeah, your show really sucks. <laughs> and the and the and, and and the best thing was Paul Fondler's. And um. Yeah, I I I I. I you, you, you guys just think way too hard about something way too simple. <laughs> that is uh, true. We Morty, do. get that out of your mouth. Morty, no, you're not supposed to eat that. Damn it. I got, I got, I got, I, I got to go, guys. Uh, keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Um, fuck. Uh, he actually called back. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, Morty <laughs> was chewing on glass. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring, it up, bring it up real good. I've got I've got one question for you guys that I think you should address on on on, on, on this week's show. Um, do these nuts count? <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah, that was a good one. That was um, a good one. This bit doesn't work without a counterpart. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Ah. Uh, into jar. What do you think? He <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah. No, nope, that's stupid. Uh, All right, he's getting he's well, getting feedback uh, from this, Ghost this, of the Joke. It's been a real time. Tell him to email us next time. And... <laughs> Wubba, 
Yeah, there's the catchphrase. That's the way the news goes. Thanks for calling in, uh, Rick Sanchez. That's all of them, right? That's all the voicemails we have. We got no emails. Come on, people. Let's get some emails. How are you doing? All right. Thanks for those voicemails, guys. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail and uh, tell us what you think about us or if you want us to talk about stuff or apparently if you want to accidentally call us and tell us a story about an old lady getting in a wreck and killing somebody with a cattle prod, you could do it at... 682-422-9458. 682-422-9458. And yes, you can call in with more impressions if you want to. I guess. I love him. No, that was pretty good. It really did sound like Rick Sanchez, even amazing. though I'm pretty sure I know who it is. It's Rick Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Yeah. 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 Okay. Come on. <laughs> All right. uh, we hope Morty's doing okay. I know you said he was chewing on glass. Uh, uh, also, if you want to email us, though, I'm just going to cut you off because I don't care about that. Idiotsyncraticpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Prayers for Morty. Hashtag prayers for Morty. Hashtag prayers for Morty. There we go, everyone. So we got our three hashtags for this episode. Uh, hashtag rattlebat. There you uh, go. Hashtag Tide Pod eating ass. Uh, I'm sorry, asses. And then hashtag prayers for Morty. Yeah, so don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, review, share, all that stuff. Special Follow. shout out to Arthur Harris, who also trains with us. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been with us from the start. Yeah, yes. he's been he's been a real soldier in the idiot army and uh, everything we post he likes it shares it uh spreads us around to all his friends so this very is very supportive a, yeah very supportive special yep. thank you to uh arthur good job dude yeah um, good job and uh, one more uh thanks coach for for coming again we really welcome. appreciate it you're a great yeah. guest thank you for having me yeah it was great for having sure. you on if you guys uh want to see coach in action check out the latest video that we put out it's uh the very first bonus video we've put out and uh today in the life of alex yeah, or something like that. No, that's exactly what it's called. And you get slammed into oblivion. It's great. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. Yep. Also, if you're local in the uh, Bedford Euless area and you're interested in, you know, maybe trying us out, we got a, uh, what is this? Unlimited, wait, one month of a limited class? Yes, sir. Oh, for wow. a gift certificate, a special, ooh, free, uh, free, free rash guard? Yes, sir. Special promotions going on at Ironside Martial Arts, uh, located in Bedford, right? Bedford. Correct. I get I get confused by the whole area, but yeah, you can find you can Google us and uh, Ironside Martial Arts. Yes. Uh, give Give us a try, if you'd like. I don't know. Jujitsu is not for everybody, but uh, I think it's for a lot of people, and I think everybody's life would be better with it. That's just my opinion. Absolutely, I agree. Alrighty. Uh, anything else you'd like to plug, Coach? No, that was it, actually. You cool, guys cool. Uh, did it all. Justin, what about you? Do you want to plug anything? Jiu-Jitsu kick! <laughs>